Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. We're starting a half hour early tonight because we're, we're prompt. We're on time. You are finding yourself live at the Sports Attic. That fellow over there on the screen to your right, my left on the screen, that's Al Archer. Hey there. He's the first half of this year Larcher and Lawrenson sports and, show. Uh, I sparked Lawrence into nope. some other direction of mine. There is the, the opposite way. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is great to be here with you. Of course, you can always find us on Twitter at Larcher Lawrenson. He is at Larcher Than Life. I am at Clark in Chicago. Uh, over there on Twitter. Um, hello, what's going on? Another exciting week of NFL football. Hell, there's more football tonight. Al, is the game still on? That's the question. Yeah, the Tennessee Titans are uh, taking on the Buffalo Bills as we speak. There haven't been any recent positive tests, so they're playing football tonight. Yeah, I believe uh, Buffalo is, or I believe uh, Tennessee is ahead right now. Oh. Josh Allen threw a uh, bad interception. So this game already started. Yeah, man. What, what are you behind the times? You said you were prompt. Hell, I am prompt. I'm prompt. I was I was busy, ready for this show. What are What are you doing over there? Like you just paying attention to sports games and shit going on. It's seven all right now. Uh, seven seven. Well, seven all. I guess would be seven seven. What does that do for your team? My team. Um, Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. I play the main. I play the main slate, Clark. I don't waste my time with these. Uh, oh, when games. it when it comes to daily fantasy football, yeah, absolutely. But uh, but your team over in the uh, the foosball league uh, is playing my team this week, and you need you need uh, Henry to uh, to really show up big tonight. He can do it. That's absolutely sure. You you just need twenty two points out of him, I believe, and uh, no. Uh, actually, you're going to need about 30, 30, 36 points out of them, which is doable. It could happen. Why are, you so concerned? Why are you so concerned with my team suddenly this week? Well, I'm just worried about uh, – you went with Henry. Did you have a backup just in case the game didn't happen? Did you do that? I know uh, he was allowing backups, as a lot of leagues are right now. No, we don't roll with backups. Okay, because last week I, I believe you did have a backup in place for your game in Ross's in the Foosball League. Yeah, my backup's also on a team with COVID, all right, buddy? Okay, oh, okay. So, so all of your teams. How do you? How does that card draw? Like, there's only about four teams in all of them. You got the COVID? Yeah, my backup is uh, is white. Not but, a white guy, but, I mean, it's he's white. It's uh, the running back for the New England Patriots. I think you should maybe change your team name from the Rainmakers to, like, the the Virus Makers or something. That might be the, 
the way to go there. Well, I mean, even in these uh, little uh, small entry leagues of ten dollars, uh, I'm sure by the end of it, I think you, you'll win this week. But by the end of the season, you'll know who the rainmaker is and who the Clark is. I think this is a twenty-five dollar entry league, uh, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, but but you're not happy because it pays out way too many people. So yeah, you're, everybody, you're, the dog gets paid. So your return on investment isn't good. You're, you're so worried about your return on investment. In the room while you draft your team, the dog gets a, a portion of the payment. Man, I hate, I hate big uh, payouts. What's the I word? Are are waiver wires going to be going through tonight, or do they go wait wait an extra day now? Like how how is all of that working through all of this? Is tonight still waiver wire night in fantasy football land? Yeah, I guess it is. Um, we thought waivers went through on uh, Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, like about 3 a.m. I always get it set up, you know, Tuesday night is the way to go. So, yeah, I mean, I don't. I guess I wouldn't see why they would change that at all. I've um, been dominating in my uh, high-stakes league. Number one, number one in points, number one in standing. Team's been crushing it. This week, I don't even think I put up 100 points. Really? It's hurt me. Okay. It's hurt me. And in both, both, I have two high-stake teams. One of them's garbage. It's falling apart. It's off the rails. The other one is, like I said, dominating. But a lot of that was part because of my quarterback, uh, Dak Prescott, who's quarterback of both of them. Yeah, yeah. In both leagues. So that's really – and the equity and the draft capital I spent on drafting him is really going to crush uh, crush me. But really sad story. I mean, his uh, – you get the one guy who, who's a zombie. I, I believe he was dead. They they he, they put him out on a, a stretcher, never to be seen again. Alex Smith, and then they 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 bring out his hot wife, and they put her in the uh, COVID-free stand. The family's there, standing ovation. They give they give him some kind of uh, miracle drug, and next thing you know, he's back on the field. Uh-huh. So you get the zombie of uh, Alex Smith. He enters the field, and then karma somehow spins it around. So we have to lose a quarterback in order to gain a quarterback. So Dak Prescott ends up being it. And, you know, that is such a sad thing because yeah. this Dak Prescott was a top five quarterback. He was making a case to be MVP of the NFL. And he played this season in good faith without a contract in a contract year. So I'm hoping the Dallas Cowboys do the right thing and they pay this man because uh, he deserves it. And, uh, I mean, you know, what do you do, though? He's a running quarterback who's got a terrible leg injury. Will he ever be the same uh, on the ground? I don't well, know. I mean, I'm I'm not a doctor. I mean, we're not talking about his foot is still there. It, it's a it, it's a fracture of the ankle, and, and he and he had surgery. And surgeries these days, I mean, it's not like uh, the late Gale Sayers, where you know you blow out a knee and, and you're done for. You know, that's what they called it back then. It's not like this thing, the the Joe Theismann. There, there's medical advancements here. I think that man's going to get paid next year. And, and uh, how would you feel about the Chicago Bears being the team to make that payment? Oh, I would feel great about it. I mean, I don't think there's a chance in hell, but if, if there was a chance in hell, if hell gave us a chance, if the devil said, hey, you know, you, you want to give uh, Ryan Pace his soul for Dak Prescott, I would be yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Yeah. Give, give, give yeah. Pace the devil and uh, – I could oh, see. You know, you know what kind of makes sense? The Bears getting uh, uh, who just hit the trade wires today is uh, Ladanian Bell. Oh wow! We do, we do need a second running back, and they want to trade him. 
And I don't think I, – I think he is partial dust, but I don't think he's full dust. And uh, I, I, the coaching staff of the Jets is just so poison. This Man. guy, uh, this idiot who coaches the Jets, the Bears – The quarterback whisperer. The Bears were dumb enough to make this guy their head coach. That's how bad this guy is. He wasn't the Bears' the head Jets, coach. He wasn't the Bears' head coach. What was he, offensive coordinator? Gase was offensive coordinator. He was then the quarterback whisperer. Jay Cutler had, I believe, his best season under Gase as the as the coordinator. But then he went, what, to Miami, and he brought Cutler down there, and that just ended his tenure there. Like, that's where he screwed that up. One of the worst coaches in the history of the NFL. He should get the Pete Rose lifetime ban from the sport, the L. Archer Pete Rose lifetime ban. Adam Gase. I'm fully in favor of it. He See, should never be allowed to be near a football even Madden. He shouldn't even be allowed to play Madden football. That's how bad he is. So you think that uh, Bell would be a decent signing at this point? I don't know if a decent signing, but the Bears have no depth at running back. Throw a flyer at it. What the hell? I mean, pace is up for Hail Marys at this point, isn't he? I mean, shit, I feel like we're talking about a team that's below 500, and we're talking about a 4-1 and one Chicago Bears team here, Al. They are 4-1. and one. They're going to be playing the probably Christian McCaffrey-less Carolina Panthers, probably, I say, because that's not a guarantee that he's out. They're the worst teams in the NFL right now. Uh, they're regardless, doing, regardless if he plays or not. They're doing a little bit better than, than expected. Uh, like last week, they, they won a game again. Uh, but, yeah, they, the Bears should should win this game. Uh, I can see them. like monster game for Allen Robinson. Yeah, yeah, it should. You got him, you got him going in DFS? I will be firing up. I'll be putting a lot of uh, green arrow checks next to Allen Robinson's name this week. If it's the main slate, which I would imagine it is. What's uh, I want to talk about like Jimmy Graham. What's he getting? Cause he, he's going to be getting about a touchdown a game. I feel like here with Foles. is, is, is he priced right for that kind of, that kind of a thing? I mean, is 10 points out of him. Good. Well, 10 points out of any tight end is good. Yeah. Uh, especially a guy who's probably going to be sub, 4K, I'd put him at about – I don't know where he's at this week. But I'd say he's, what, 35? Yeah. 35. I mean, I don't think I mean, he's it sounds right. 3K. It sounds right to me, but I – I, I, I wouldn't trust a, a, a tight end that's that touchdown uh, defended. I mean, that guy does nothing except catch a touchdown, mm-hmm. which is great, but you're very dependent on that happening. And, yeah, I mean, this week I, I think he might be, actually be a decent play. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, he is a guy who uh, who the corpse, they roll his corpse out there, and he puts his hands up, and he catches touchdowns, then they wheel him off the field, and you don't see him the rest of the game. Jesus, he so, just had to put one hand up last week. I mean, the, the game feels like so long ago now, because here we are five days later. They had the Thursday game where, of course, they beat the Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, right, right. Two old tight ends in that game. One of them got in the end zone, but. Yeah, Graham made that one-handed grab there. Very, very fun game. Let's see here. Jimmy Graham. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, too the, high? Uh, draft, the Sharps at DraftKings got him uh, priced at 5K. Ah, they not, know where not, they're at. Not playing. No, 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 no. Because no. you got to get at least 15 to 17 points out of him there, right? Yeah, I mean, it just makes so much sense to spend down at time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Irv Smith of the Minnesota Vikings is uh, bone minimum 2,500. Okay. That's a play right there. I mean, there's where you want to go. What is your 
and I, I'm sorry that I'm jumping around so much here, Al, but I, with those five days that we've had off here uh, from, from a bears game, they, they get, they get their 10 days off before they, they go again. But what is the state of the bears after five games? They're four and one. Uh, they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they did lose to the Colts, both teams with pretty damn good defenses. I mean, uh, the Buccaneers looking at them, they, they were the top defense by some measures and the Colts, uh, really damn good defense too. Colts have a solid defense. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are very dependent on the big boys up front. It, it's uh, it's about that defensive line. And uh, yeah, the, I mean the Bears the Bears won the game. That, that was impressive. And uh, I didn't think they would. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I highly thought they were going to lose that game. And uh, here they are again winning. It's, now you have a cakewalk uh, allegedly in the. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, yeah. man, you know, Nick Foles at uh, feels like 5,800 seems like a decent play. There you go. It feels like a trap game to me right here, though. Like, uh, you know, there, there's been a lot of years where the Bears have beaten the Panthers. It feels like when the Panthers were the favorite, and I don't know. We'll see. Now, correct I, me if I'm wrong. This idiot, Ryan Pace, signs Mike Davis to a contract last year, lets him go, re-signs tra- and this week on DraftKings, Mike <laughs> Davis is 7K. David Montgomery is 5,800. So j- just a little bit of a uh, little gambling if you want to look at it. Oh, man. Al, uh, apparently I forgot. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to our blog talk uh, listeners here in about a minute here. Um, we went with the old 15-minute show over on blog talk. It happens once in a while. Thanks so much for listening to us there. That's going to be the podcast. We do this thing live on Facebook Live every week, and we're thinking we're going to go on Twitch Live uh, soon. We're working on that. Sorry about last week's show, by the way, partner. Bye. My computer died. I got it back. See you later, Blog Talk folks. They'll be with us for a few more minutes. But, uh, yeah, uh, Nagy didn't use Mike Davis at all last year. What the hell is going on there? I don't know. Seems and, like a talented kid. You know, when they when Christian McCaffrey first went down and he hit the waiver wires, in the uh, daily fantasy community, in the fantasy community in general, they said, well, if Mike Davis could get 60% of Christian McCaffrey's work, he's worth investing in. Right. And now they call, now they call him, now his nickname is uh, 90% Christian McCaffrey. Okay. So. Okay. 90%. The guy, the guy went from, you know, hoping to get 60% out of to the dude's like 90% of what Christian McCaffrey is. Well, I mean, has he earned himself some more carries now? Is that where he's at? Like, what? I don't, I don't even know if he has. It seems like maybe, just maybe he has. Yeah, maybe. You're saying once Christian McCaffrey comes back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, McCaffrey's going to get most of the carries, of course. But Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey was getting, what, 22 carries a game where Mike Davis is getting about 16. Uh, but the equity in both of them comes off of receiving. Last week, for example, Mike Davis caught, had 10 targets. Nine catches, I think? Nine of them. Yeah. But nine of them uh, for 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so j- just so much so much equity. Where meanwhile, David Montgomery, let's see uh, what, what this genius has done. I am so off of this guy. 10 attempts, 29 yards and a touchdown. And in the passing uh. game... 2.9 uh, per carry. Man, get eight, him over three. 
eight targets, seven catches for 30 yards. So, I mean, they are using him in the passing game. That, that's uh, one saving grace. But I, I think he's an average running back. I, I think he's always been an average running back, and that's what we're stuck with. On a pretty interesting Bears offense with uh, a capable quarterback. Last week, David Montgomery, 2.9 yards per carry. Last week, Mike Davis, 5.6 yards per carry. Yeah. I mean, that's... Now, we were playing, like I said, we were playing a front right. seven that's dominant against a run. And they were playing the fucking a team that, that was about to fire their, their GM and head coach in yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Two... The Atlanta Falcons are surprisingly middle of the road against the run. They're just shit against the pass. Okay. Yeah, well, we, we, we were the, uh, the Bears were, were on the good end of that. That's crazy. Uh, your buddy Mike McCarthy down there uh, in Dallas with your buddy Dak Prescott. Um, I think he's going to get a free pass on this season, I think, down there. And uh, he's going to get another year. Well, I mean, he was going to get more time, obviously. But yeah, I, I mean, it's just, right, 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 right. His first year, I, w- I would suspect he was going to get at least three years. I mean, they've been playing well. They just don't have a defense whatsoever. Yeah. So it's it's been a track meet. And, it, you know, if you like high-octane uh, uh, football, the Arizona Cardinals versus the Dallas Cowboys this week was going to be uh, a shootout. I mean, those are two, two offenses that like to run at a high pace. But without Dak, I don't know what the, what this team is. I believe their backup is Andy Dalton. Yeah, he came in uh, and played. He, I mean, he, the he, Red Rocket. he won them the game over the Giants is what he did. But, yeah. Buckets is in a car wash. He's at a car wash? Is he listening I to us he, from a car wash? I hope he doesn't get thrown out of the car wash, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> what? Singing Hamilton in the car. They might just toss him out of there. What's the equivalent of singing Hamilton along with Hamilton at the Hamilton show? It's getting out of the car and washing it yourself while you're driving through the car wash? That might be. It might be uh, trying to do your windows while those uh, noodles, those uh, ramen noodles start uh, coming down. Those big egg noodles. What you call? Oh, yeah, they are more like egg noodles. That's a good point. Linguini, maybe, maybe the uh, yeah. linguini just Linguinis. rubbing on. Or, or he could be doing a handle. I don't know how they do it out there in L.A. Like I, I haven't been uh, besides the airport. Uh, I don't know how they do it. If, if maybe maybe it's all hand washing. He thinks that Jerry's gonna lowball Dak, and he's because he's only got one good leg to stand on now. Yeah. Hell of a joke. Yeah. Hell of a joke, my friend. That could be interesting. I mean, that really, that really, you'd, you'd have to be insane to uh, allow Dak to go. I mean, even j- just from a PR standpoint, like it, that would just be insane to do that. But it, it feels very much like Jerry Jones is going to be like, I'm going to do right. He's going to go on his radio show here and say, I'm going to do him right. And we're going to make sure that that young man gets paid because it wasn't his fault that this happened. Ooh, machine and now a hand dry. So he's getting it hand. Are, are you hand drying it yourself, buckets? How is that working out? I don't know. Hmm. No, they got the guys out there with the rags. The rags, and then then you got a tip jar. You, you just drop a little in the in the tip bucket. Yeah. Tip your KJs and tip your uh, car washers. And tip your own, your uh, tip your unemployed uh, part time stay at home dads. 
Put a bucket by your mailbox. Good luck with that. Not a bucket, but just a bucket by your mailbox. Just a bucket, a single bucket. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I've been I've been talking about this in our uh, our private uh, uh, daily fantasy uh, message board, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, looking again at this week's Millie Maker for the fifth straight week in a row, the a game stack meaning you t- you take the players on a team, which this week uh, who did the Chiefs play? Was it was it New York or? No, nope. uh, Dallas played the Giants. Uh, it was uh, Chiefs. They got they got beat there. Yeah, well, that was there. Yeah, <laughs> blanket. Anyways, uh, you you take you take a bunch of players from a single team, and this could actually be interesting game stack because this player, the player who won the Millie Maker again with the game stack, he took. Mahomes stacked him with Tariq Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey, uh-huh. which seems like a very obvious stack, but I'm telling you, the Raiders. Playing, who was it? The Raiders? Las Vegas. Yeah. This guy didn't actually roll it back with anybody, which is an interesting strategy. Mm-hmm. You take two to three players from a single team and you, you stack them in a lineup. This is Now, again, this is five weeks in a row this has happened. First four weeks, it was the Dallas Cowboys. This week, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. and it's been very obvious. These are the games that have the high over and unders, and they're striking every single week. This week, he's the, the winner who won the Millie Maker stacked Mahomes with uh, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. Instead of running it back with the Las Vegas uh, Raiders, which was a mistake, it's something that, that's a mistake I made, he ran it back with the Dallas Cowboys, or with, I'm sorry, with the New York Giants who uh-huh. played the Cowboys and the other game of the over and under playing, he played Devontae Freeman, which actually didn't work out too well for him, but he also uh, played Darius Slayton, who was high ownership, 30% to put up 23 points. And then he got lucky and he played uh, Pittsburgh's Chase Claypool, which I didn't see coming. I don't know how this guy saw that. This guy, very smart player. J Duke 24. Congratulations on your million dollars, pal. I mean, it sounds like that might've been a little bit of luck in there with that. I mean, you said you couldn't see it at all for him. Well, it takes luck to win. It really does, but I'm able to see how many entries he submitted. And the guy only put, he only played two in the Millie maker, which is pretty impressive to have that much conviction in taking a gamble. See, when you do 150 lineups, which the guy who took third place, okay. Um, you uh, you had a bit too much money in there on on uh, you had too much going on with Robbie Anderson, huh? Yeah, and he ended up putting uh, twenty two points, and I'm glad I didn't fade him. I had okay. this whole game plan to fade on Robbie Anderson, and it didn't happen, and he ended up doing okay. Um, I started looking at the options, and I th- I was like, do I really want to take ownership off of uh, Robbie Anderson and put it to T Y Hilton? Oh, by right. the way, nice pickup in whatever league you you snagged him for me from. Who? But, uh, you. I didn't snag T.Y. You took Hilton in some league. You got him on a waiver wire. Oh, I did? I think I think it was in Ross's league, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's I wild. Man, this whole COVID list stuff, it's got me so messed up with fantasy football and paying attention, not to mention my fantasy pros accounts getting jacked around, and I don't have the premium access right now because – 
Uh, they don't. You, you can't contact them. They say, don't call me. The, the people at Fantasy Pros, they say, don't call. They say, send us a message. Then you send them a message. You send them a tweet, and they don't respond. And then, uh, I don't know. So I'm locked out of my premium stuff. I can't look at jack shit. Yeah, I, I like their uh, cheat sheets on the waiver wires, huh? Yeah, me too. Yeah, me very, too. Very good, yeah, very good tool. I definitely do I, not have T.Y. Hilton. I will say that. Not over there in Ross's league. Well, somebody snagged him from me. Oh, wait. It was you. Oh, it was me. I got him on Sunday morning. I'll be damned. I didn't know that I got him. I, did I fail and not put him in? You didn't put him in, which I thought, I thought you would have. I mean, he wasn't a great play. No, he didn't do that great. But how the hell did he fall on that waiver wire? I'll take somebody, it. I mean, well, listen, it's a 10-man league with, uh, you know, I, I, everybody has all pros on their team. My team is so stacked, it's embarrassing. that The fact that I'm losing to you this week, although uh, my boy Henry just put his score up. Uh, Did he? So now now I only need 20 more points. But uh, the, the fact I'm losing to you is embarrassing because my, my team is so damn stacked. Like, I, I have the greatest running back fantasy running back duo in the history of uh, fantasy. I don't know about so, that. Kamara and uh, Henry there? Two, so two of the top five uh, running backs. I know. I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. I should have sat Robinson this week and played uh, played Sanders instead. Yeah, That's Curtis what I should have done. What's that? Curtis Samuels was a good play. Buckets, thanks for listening. Thanks for, for, for tuning in tonight in your car wash. Uh, he's back to selling his cannabis. Uh, out there in California, as those hippies do. Thanks for listening, pal. Oh, yeah, so all, all of the top three winners this week will play the, uh, a variation of the Kansas City game stack. If you're not game stacking in tournaments, you're just not playing right. Right, right, I've, right. I've moved to, to 100% of my lineups are now all game stacks. Um, I didn't have a great week this week in tournament play. I did okay. Uh, I think I lost to maybe 10, 15%. My, high, my highest scoring team this week was my cash game team, which cleaned up. I mean, I, I was hoping to win. I needed 400. I needed to take home $400. I think I put in 220. I needed to take home 400 to get back to even on the air. And uh, I ended up bringing back something like $398. So uh, I, I hit my goals this week. I wish I would have played a couple more. That, I mean, that's always the case when you win big in cash game. Right. I wish I would have had a couple smaller tournament uh, entries with that team uh, that I didn't. But, yeah, the cash game crushed. I think I put up 188, 190 points. Good. Uh, I, I, I won our league, which is important. Yeah, you did. I like, I always like taking that one. That's off. a nice uh, 30 to $30, $40 boost right there on your week. Uh I had 20 lineups in the uh in the dollar uh in the uh the dollar game on the main slate there and uh it returned me back uh 2650. So yeah, so that. we're ahead. We're ahead there. I'll take it. And you didn't I mean I see your I have your numbers. Oh, thanks things. for thanks for keeping track of mine for me. I I do yeah, appreciate yeah. it. I mean, your high score was only like 176. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it wasn't all that impressive, but that's all you needed this week. It, it wasn't, 
Well, you know, there there were the outliners like the Clay Play the Clay Claypools who who put up the forty points. Chase Claypool put up forty five points, who no one really saw coming. He was owned in one point sixteen percent of all games. So not a lot of people got that. So if you had him, you know, then yeah, man, you're putting up two hundred and forty some odd points, and you're you're winning a million dollars. But most likely, uh, you know, a hundred and Anything over 180 was a good, good, good for this week. So, uh, yeah, happy, happy. I'm happy I had a decent week. Though. That's so crazy too, man. Because like, I mean, Slayton showed up huge, 4,800 bucks, and he, and he got damn near 24 points. And but the problem with Slayton was everyone saw it coming. 27.8 um, percent is what he was played. Uh, Robbie Anderson was played at almost 30%, but he got his numbers too. Uh, I had Cooks in my best lineup there too, where he got 33 points, man. And he was only 6% played. 4,100 for it is what he costs. If you're really paying attention to the winning lineups and the top constructions, the chalk at running back keeps failing. Now, historically speaking, you always wanted to play the chalk at running back because you're paying for opportunity. You're paying for opportunity costs. And guys who are expensive at the running back position, a good example of this is Mike Davis, who's getting all the touches and he's getting targets. So he's seeing eight balls at least thrown at him a game. He's seeing 16 touches on the ground. His floor is so high. I mean, you're looking at like a 12-point floor with a 30-point ceiling that – it makes sense just to play him. So everybody is focused on spending the money on those, but you got guys like Todd Gurley, who I don't like because if he doesn't get it, he's very much, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's garbage. I think I saw a stat where when he doesn't score a touchdown, he puts up 10 points fantasy wise. But when he puts up touchdowns, listen, he went, he was 5,700, 13% owned, went for 28 points. Great pivot off of the chalk. Uh, who I think uh, busted. I think the, uh, the chalk busted this week, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I can take a look there. But, um, yeah, so recently it's, it seems like in tournament play, in order to win big, you want, you want the right game stack, which seems to be one of the top three over and under game stacks. You want to find the right playback that the team, you, you want to bring it back. Generally speaking, you want to go with the team they're playing. It worked very well when you had the Dallas Cowboys playing the Cleveland Browns, and you knew it was going to be Odell Beckham. That was very easy. You go, okay, well, if anybody's going to come back, it's going to be Beckham. He ends up putting up 30 points. You're in a good position with that game stack going a lot of money. But that week and this week and seemingly all week, the ownership uh, of the running back position has been leading to a lot of dead ends. Uh, I'll give you an example. Zeke Elliott, 7,800. Went for he was projected. I don't know what his ownership came in. It was projected at twenty six to thirty percent ownership. He puts up twenty three points. Not very good for that cost. Not very good for that ownership. You know. Meanwhile, at twenty six to thirty percent ownership, Mike Davis puts up thirty points. That was chalk worth eating. The third highest point, and this is the one that I think killed most people. One hundred percent. You know, we play a small league tournament where generally you play your cash game. Right. 100% ownership on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. <laughs> Everybody in our league <laughs> owned him. Uh, yeah, we he did. had 26 to 30%. He was the high-owned running back on the week. Puts up 11 DraftKings points. Absolutely a trap. 
Wow. So, That's impressive yeah. that you were able – I mean, you, you killed it in this league. I mean, the, the next closest to you was damn near 40 points behind you in Scott. I mean, and for you yeah. to still put up that many more points when we all played Alaire, like, nice job, man. Nice job, yeah, partner. It was, a, it was a really good week. That's I mean, a good like win. I, said, I went 48 – I played 50 head-to-head games. I went 48-2. and two. So – which is the second time this year I've 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 hit that record. Um, Good, nice. Yeah, I just wish I had you know thousands of dollars to play because you know when you only play a couple hundred dollars, you're only bringing back a couple hundred dollars. Right. You know, it's hard to it's hard it's hard to edge forward, which is why you need a big bankroll to really win at at, at fantasy draft. You got to build a slow bankroll, and it, it sometimes it takes a while to get that back. Man, I get it. That's yeah. tough. That's really tough. Um, yeah, I was surprised to see you going with Mahomes as much as you did, but uh, you were right. I mean, oh, I, I felt that that was my big game stack. Um, my twenty-team entry was, I think, I went fifteen teams with a uh, with that game stack. Like I just felt it. I knew Dallas wasn't going to do it. It was a very weak slate. Yeah, and I didn't trust Lamar Jackson, especially with the questionable. I wanted to spend up at running back or at wide receiver. Uh-huh. And I wanted to spend up because the, the position that always kills me. Now my average, my average in the weekly game is 140 points. And generally it takes 150 to win. I was due for a win. And thank God this week exploded. He put, it's going to bring my average even higher. But um, I wanted, I always fail at tight end because I always try to spend down. Like I said, at the top of the show, don't spend money on tight end. Mm-hmm. This week I felt like, man, there's such shitty wide receiver play. I'm going to win something if I, if I could get Kelsey in my lineup. I felt that he was going to play better than Kittle. Uh, I'm not sure how that turned out. Kittle ended up doing – let's see here. Yeah, Kittle put up eight points. Chelsea put up 27. Okay. Uh, Chelsea had ha- Kelsey had half the ownership of Kittle. It was $200 less. I just felt like this is the week to get off – and I posted this in our thing. This was the week to get off the Kansas City running game Fade on Hilaire, which I didn't do, but I, I said to do. That was, I didn't follow my own advice there. But be on the Kansas City passing game. And uh, sure enough, that's what happened. And uh, I'm very happy. But, yeah, it's very seldom I'll spend that much on a tight end quarterback combo. All right. Uh, some breaking fantasy news from Yahoo. Uh, this just came through uh, while while our show was going on about, about a tw- 20 minutes ago here, Al. Um, they, uh, they want to thank everybody for the feedback. They apologize for any confusion. But here is the way it's going to play out when there are Tuesday games uh, for the rest of the season. Waivers. Players that have cleared waivers on Tuesday or Wednesday morning now will be processed Thursday morning. This will give you time to make roster changes in the new week before waivers are processed. If your league uses voting period for trades, pending trades will not pr- be processed till Thursday morning. Other notes, stat corrections. With no Thursday game in week six, stat corrections for week five may be applied up until Sunday morning. Scoring issues. For leagues using first downs as a stat, we are looking into the scoring issues. Okay. No, who uses that? That's ridiculous. But, yeah, so Thursday morning for Yahoo leagues. Thursday morning. Um, it sounded like fans. It sounded like FanDuel had some issues with live scoring this week. Did they? Yeah, I don't. I don't play FanDuel, but I, it seemed like Twitter was like uh, I saw a lot of people posting like, 
Oh, you know, live scoring during games. That's kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. It, it helps. It, 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 it does help. Wow. Um, I've heard, I've heard some experts mention uh, using uh, having uh, league commissioners allow for the backup player as, uh, as the foosball league did last week. It doesn't seem like you're a big fan of such of a thing. It just seems like we're in unprecedented times. And I mean, this game here between the Titans and uh, with, with the, the Titans and the other team they're playing against um, with Buffalo, I, even at noon today, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen or not. What's the difference? What's the difference between that and Julio Jones, who constantly says he's hurt and he's a game time decision? You know, if he's playing in a Monday night game, you as a general manager have to decide Sunday whether you want to risk being stuck with Julio Jones not playing or going with a with a safer pick and playing a backup. I mean, well, because generally, generally when that happens, I mean, if if it's both, let's say it's both Singletary and Henry. Yeah, and you happen to have both of them on your team. That's just bad luck. But right now, it's both of those guys that you have on your team, and it's of no like it's not because of injuries or anything. It's just because hell, the game might not happen because there's COVID in there. Like, yeah, well, you know, going into the week though, sure, sure. But but how many how many how many guys are on your bench? And and I guess that's what matters. You you did that. You added bench members to your league, uh, which I, I. I agree with that. That's the right call. Um, but I just, I, I think the backup option in this COVID season that we're in might be the way to go. How are they doing that, by the way? So it, they'll test every, like, so the Bears had a practice player that tested positive. Um, but what, what then they'll just test everybody else. And then if everybody else is clean, they can keep playing. Even though the practice player tested positive, how many people, notes for them to say we have to shut down the facility like we don't know that right i really think they should have gotten all the players together and just given everyone COVID, and uh <laughs> you know just went on with the season that, just, that seemed like the most logical thing for me good luck in the future all, with that yeah these are all healthy kids like uh you know this isn't if this was a nursing home i would say jesus that's a terrible thing to suggest because so, you know grandpa you, you wouldn't do this in a nursing home you like stay if, away uh, from your grandparents take covid guy, Take COVID, eat it, live with it. We don't know the, the uh, we don't know how bad it's going to be for you. We don't know which strain. We don't know it, enough about this thing yet, but just take it and, I, and get it. Like what they should have done is bought, they should have bought Detroit. Like the, the NFL should have bought the city of Detroit. The city. And yeah, moved everybody out of Detroit, sent them all to Danville, Illinois. Boom. Uh, Get, get everybody go. Just go to Danville. Here's what are they going to do in Danville? What are the Detroiters going to do in Danville? I am, I am a COVID. Student. That's true, Elijah. He absolutely is. He he's the expert on this, so that's why I'm I'm asking him. I am. So yeah, move everybody to Danville, the Champaign area. They can move to Homer, whatever the case may be. And then the NFL Homer. has all the has all the players. Good old shout out to Homer, Illinois. Uh, don't have. I think I am immune, to be honest. That's why we're hanging out next to each other right now. That's why. That's why he's right here and I'm right there. Yeah, I think there's there's one case in America where somebody tested twice. Uh, Maybe a couple, anyways. but not many. No, I think it's one. I think the first case just happened in Vegas. One. Listen, as a survivor, you pay attention to these things. 
So you take all the players and you move. Do you guys have a Facebook group of survivors? Like, how does this work? Do you guys have your own, like, survivors group meetings or anything? No, Clark. No, Clark. We have a Reddit. Oh, okay. This isn't Facebook. And we're all real. We all post real. It's not, we don't fake and ghost or, you know, we we all post what we think. No, everything's fake. It's all fake. So you get everybody, uh, you get, I I won't engage with you online anymore. It's all fake. You get everybody out of Detroit. Good. And you move all the players in. And you seal off the city. Maybe Detroit's too big. You know, you find a ghost town. And you have these people live there, and they can only do things like if they want to have a, if they want to go clubbing, then you know like Tom Brady's the bartender. Like you, you can do other things because you, you're hanging out with all the players. Everybody's good. You ask soldiers to live without their families for you know forty thousand dollars a year uh, to go out on missions for three to six months. You can have the NFL go into quarantine for six months and have everybody live in a town. You know, like the UFC, get an island, open a football stadium, have fun. NBA, NHL, they all did it successfully. Yeah. And it worked out. It worked out just fine for all of those leagues. I think, do you have an email list going? Is that what it is? And then uh, do you hand out free parties through those email lists? You get an hour free drinks, something like that? We do. Yep. You got to bring your own hand sanitizer, though. Okay. I'm a little mad at Elijah. He recommended a game to me like three, four years ago, and I really got into it, and then I finished it, haven't played it. I picked it up again. It's that XCOM, and uh, I've been hooked on it for the last two weeks. Okay. There's even a Clark Lawrence, and one of the characters, like, you're in the game, Patrick's in the game, Hulk Hogan's in the game, Shinsuke Nakamura. I got it all. Because years ago, I made you guys. I forgot about it, but they keep recycling the player pool. Okay. So the soldiers, the soldiers in your crew, you know, you, I mean, you, a lot of guys died. So, like, you've died a few times. I died? Every time I play, you know, Clark pops back in, Patrick randomly shows up. Yeah, man. Boom. Hey, this just in. What is this bullshit? Most of Reddit is always like, you can go in and join. I just go to check out r slash COVID survivors. And it says the moderators in this community have set it to private and you must be approved. What do you have to do? Do you have to like send a send your doctor's note? How do you, how do you get in? Yeah, I'm the, I'm actually the head mod there, Clark. I'm not allowing you in. Well, of course not. I'm not as I wouldn't want to be in. I, I wouldn't do that. I just wanted to go look. I wanted to browse. Huh. Did you not make Elijah? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Because here's here here's how I do it. They randomly generate like characters, and a lot of times the people look like somebody I know. And then I'll edit them, I'll modify them slightly and change their name, and that's how they're they're done. Like there was a dude yesterday who looked exactly like James. I'm like, oh. well, I don't have James in my group. I mean, he was just a bald guy with glasses. I'm like, in a beard. I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's James. Okay. I'll Elijah tonight though. Okay. Yeah, and you're still playing. Wait, but you're mad at him about it. I thought it sounds like you're pretty happy with the game. Oh, it's it's addictive. Uh, no. Elijah, play Wasteland Three if you haven't. Turn-based strategy, similar concepts, but uh, yeah, it's a little more adult, a little more role-playing. Like if you go visit a prostitute, you could get a disease. Oh, you know, Jesus! You got to go see the doctor to get it. To get it. Is COVID in there? Is COVID in there yet or no? 
there's no problem. Okay. It's probably better that way, right? Yeah. I yep. like two, two, three is definitely better. He said he played two. Anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah. Elijah, does Elijah want to want to ask us about the Chicago Bears and his thoughts on the uh, the four and one Chicago Bears? That's what I'm wondering. My goodness. I'm counsel Xbox Three. Larcher, who are they? The Bears are uh, a bad team who played some decent games. Uh, it's it's really. It's just it's 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 complicated. It's a very complicated to describe this team is very complicated. You have, I think the offensive line is playing better than I, I would have guessed they would have. So that's number one. So you have Nick Foles, who I think is a fairly capable quarterback. Mm-hmm. You have pretty good um, receiving core. Although I mean, outside Allen Robinson, who, who do you have? Right. And, uh, the the rookie's done all right, but I don't know. Uh, 11. The, the defense is the defense, and their rookie cornerback is playing very well. Uh, he didn't have his best I, game of his year, his year the other night, the other day, uh, Thursday night, but uh, he, he did fine. Fuller Fuller had the one big play and, and played a really good game. That D. Uh, Hicks is back, man, and that helps. I do think Go, imagine Goldman being around there too. That'd be a lot of fun, but uh, he opted out this season. But he, Elijah said it that the D is becoming playoff good, and I mean, I I've been down on that defense because they're not quite the 2018 defense. You know, they're not they're not that team anymore. But damn, I don't get the opting out thing. I really don't. I mean, you know, you're an overweight fella. You're 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 obese according to the standards. You're but he's he's healthy though. I mean, and you're breathing every play. You're breathing on three to four guys, and they're breathing on you. And you guys are just mixing breaths. Yeah, I, like I, there's no part of me that, as a player, would think the NFL was going to protect me. Like I understand, I understand being worried about the virus and such, but I mean these these are healthy dudes and. I, I don't know. I mean, you can't. It, it's his own choice. Right. But I right. don't think. I don't think when you sit out, you become lazy in football. I, I don't think players generally who sit out a season, whether it's financial reasons, you know, if it's you know a, a contract or even a year long injury, I don't think they generally come back the same. And I, I think they lose a step and they never get it back. So yeah, I mean. Okay. That's a shame. Eddie Goldman's a really good player. I buy that. Yeah. Absolutely. But but the defense has been doing all right. Uh I I was thinking I was down on Pagano and stuff a, a bit, but I mean I don't think it's a bad deal to hold uh to hold the Bucks to nineteen points there. Although we don't know what Tom Brady is anymore, but Bears defense is pretty solid. Here's what Elijah asks. He says, uh, do you think that there's been any negative impact on no preseason games? I mean, well, injuries do seem to be. They, they, I don't know if they actually. There are more injuries this year, but it does feel like there are more injuries this year. Right. Um, I, I wish I had some actual data. I feel like everything seems amplified, and I don't know if that's legit or not. 
Um, because you never really heard of a guy like you didn't get a Christian McCaffrey going out in the preseason for the year because I mean, he wasn't playing the whole game. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if there's as much of a big deal. I do think they need to drop it down to at least two games. I mean, I, I don't think we we need four preseason games anymore. I think four, I, I have no problem with, with the preseason games because you can play what you want to play. You know, if you want to field the team of your third and fourth string guys and, you know, play them for a couple of weeks, see what you got. I, I think that's, that's good to have mixing in your starters or not playing your starters at all. Uh, I, I would rather have the option of seeing those games as a coach than not, but I, I'm not a coach and it seems like the coaches themselves actually don't want the preseason game. So the players definitely don't. Right. Right. So you think they're going to, they're going to drop it? No, I think, I think, I think most likely what you're saying it too is, is probably what's going to happen at some point, but. And then add a game. Are they going to get 17 regular season? I mean, it sounds yeah, like they, they were wanting to do that anyway. I guess that's that's what they're, they're looking to do. Did you, I, I, I don't necessarily want another game. Right, right. I think the season's like the perfect length. but The owners don't mind another game. No. Why the, the fuck would they? Maybe if you have two bye weeks and you extend the season two weeks. Yeah. That might be something. Like, we don't want another. We don't. Let's learn from baseball. You know, baseball is way too many games. Nobody enjoys that sport besides Clark and a couple people on Twitter. You know, let's <laughs> learn from it. Three, four of and, us. Uh, three or four of us. No big deal. It's like a handful. I mean, seriously. Nobody really enjoys Man, my, uh, my three and a half year old has a hell of a bat flip. I, I found that out this weekend. Watch out. You got to f- teach the fundamentals, Al. Bat flips are good oh, yeah. for baseball. Absolutely. I don't know what a bat flip is. What, what are you flipping bats for? You hit a home run and you know it's gone. You just throw that some bitch and bat anywhere you want, and it pisses oh, off the other team. What's that? Yeah, I I got yelled in gym class for throwing the bat. Oh no, not anymore. These kids, they throw the bats, they fling them in the air, they throw them back towards their dugout, they flex with it, they do all these things. Damn kids, they just love it. I don't know if you ask me, it's. Eh. It's uh, yeah. <sighs> well, that's good to know. Yeah, it ain't bad. What do you, uh, you think? You want your girls to play? Uh, what is it? Softball? Is that what they do? Yeah, or t-ball. I don't care. Little league, whatever. They can do. If they want to play with the boys, they play with the boys. If they want to play with the girls, they play with the girls. I don't give a shit. What about soccer? That seems like a more. I feel like game. I feel like you always play soccer as a as a kid. Like I. I was a fat kid out in Kirkland, so I, I played goalie, of course, for the Kirkland Kickers, I think is what we were called. I don't know. Something like if I had like to that. suffer through one of your kids' games, I mean, I would hope it would be soccer as opposed to e-ball or some other guy. What was good about soccer is that they always brought snacks for the middle. What was bad about the snacks is it was always a fruit, which, yeah, yeah my three-year-old explained to me today that uh, – that um, oh, there's an injury number fifty three from the Bills. That'd be a linebacker is injured. It's fourteen to ten. Oh, is that Milano? Tennessee with forty seven seconds left. Uh, if that is, if that is no, Milano, it's I think not. It is. I couldn't read the back of his name, but it wasn't that. It wasn't that. 
Uh, I found out from my three-year-old uh, yesterday that grapes are not a snack, Al. So, and she's right. She's right. I've seen the light. Why are grapes not a snack? Because she wanted a snack. She's thinking goldfish or something like that. Hey, Khalil Mack's numbers are back this season. He had a down year last year, and the down year for him meant he was the 13th best pass rusher. This year, this year is metrics. Am I wrong on this? Like you follow some of the more uh, some of the metrics that don't just measure uh, sacks and 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 in hurries and stuff. It puts them all together and whatnot. I mean, he's back, right? Pro Football Focus had 114 players at his position. He is ranked second overall. So, yeah. He's having a he's having a good year. Uh, Here's a fun fact. Oh, go ahead. His defensive grade is a ninety-one point eight out of a hundred. He's an eighty-eight point one against the run. His pass rate is a ninety point six, and his coverage grade is a seventy-eight point four. Now his coverage grade of a seventy-eight point four is second at the position. His pass rush is second at the position. His uh, 88.1 against the run is actually first against the position. So, yeah. How do you grade his hip toss? How do you grade his, uh, his hip toss? Well, I think, I think he would be really ready for the G1 uh, next year if he wants to go to Japan and uh, uh, do a little wrestling. I, I appreciated it. I hear, uh, I hear Jeff Cobb's looking good over there, and we just saw him a few, a few months back out at Warrior Wrestling outside. I feel like there's like there's a groundswell, especially in the Twitter community, of pro Jeff Cobb uh, <laughs> reviews. And what the reality is, the guy gets like eight minute matches in the G1, which isn't very impressive. And you want to see more from him. I think he looks decent. He looks a hell of a lot better than we we saw at Warrior Wrestling. That's yeah, cool. good. Uh, but but I, I don't think Jeff Cobb's anything all that uh, impressive. It's it's too bad we couldn't get back out there. A uh, fun fact: Russell Westbrook, uh, currently of the Houston Rockets in the NBA, six three, two hundred pounds. Uh, his vertical leap is three and a half inches lower than Khalil Mack, who is six three and two hundred and fifty pounds. Wow, he's got a forty inch vertical leap. Khalil Mack does. He's a beast, man. He, he's. He's the reason. He's the reason we're not going to get that pretty boy for a quarterback. He's the reason we're going to, you know, we're going to we're going to be stuck drafting at the uh, the fifteen to nineteen. So I'm guessing we draft nineteenth. That's my prediction. We're to, we're to, we're to draft the nineteenth overall first round this year. Do we get a first rounder this year? I think we do. Um. Wow. It feels like we we get one back, doesn't it? The 2021 draft. Yeah. Uh, the 21 draft is the first one since 2018 the Bear, that the Bears traded for Cleo Mack. Chicago will have a first-round pick. Okay. That's good. They have, five, they have five picks in total. Rounds one, two, three, five, and six. This uh, Here's an interesting tidbit bit on the Bears uh, from at, uh, at Kevin Fishbane, at K Fishbane. Uh, Kyle Fuller and Jalen Johnson as a quarterback tandem. You're not seeing a bunch of touchdown passes. Fun fact, Mike Evans' TD pass last week was the only one the Bears have allowed to a wide receiver 
in 2020. That's yeah, really good, really good against the position. Um, the Bears, for about two years now, uh, in fantasy football, have held the quarterback to like, without with, with some rare exceptions, I think they always hold the quarterback to like QB 20 plus on the week. Wow, that's so, great. Well, and I mean, and you got Eddie Jackson back there and uh, screen scrying now, like the whole defense. Smith is doing just fine. I his Trevathan hasn't been playing as many snaps as he used to. Has he lost a step? Are they are they going to be regret not sticking with Nick Kwiatkowski? Yeah, I mean, the, the, both those linebackers are rated shit. I mean, just terrible. Really, Smith too. Trevathan is ranked sixty eighth out of seventy four. Where uh, Smith is ranked 49 out of 74. So, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it it doesn't look to me like uh, Kwiatkowski with the Raiders is uh, coming out gangbusters. Like he did, uh, he had six tackles uh, week one against Carolina, and then uh, he played again in week four and five, and he had uh, three and two tackles, uh, one tackle for a loss on the season. So, I don't have I don't have hit his advanced numbers like you do in front of me, but he out of 74, he's ranked eight. No shit. He's got wow. a 78.1 uh, rating. Yeah. He's the best defensive player on the Oakland Raiders defense, the Las Vegas Raiders defense. So I take that for what it's worth. It's hard to say Oakland. I've heard that uh uh got a buddy who lives in Kansas city. And he said that local sports talk radio, they're terrible with, uh, with the, their interdivision guys, they say that all the hosts still mention the San Diego Chargers and the uh, the Oakland Raiders. I mean, hell, I do, but I never watch those teams. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's hard to change when you've been saying something for so long. No, absolutely. So, Al, uh, by the time we talk, uh, not next week, but in two weeks, baseball will be done, and then it's just football again for a while. Uh, I believe that both hockey and basketball have been pushed back maybe even until the first of the year. So uh, you're back to having it. You know, this first year that, that those other sports have gone this late, of course, uh, it's kind of taken away, uh, you know, viewing of all of everything's down a bit. NFL seems to be pretty strong still. People love their football. Quite a few fans in the stadium. I saw a tweet today that it sounds like uh, the Bears might uh, might have some fans in the stadium before the end of the season. Well, I won't be one of them. No, it's not so because, hard to get there. Yeah, not because of COVID concerns, but just because I'm not fucking taking 12 buses to sit in the freezing cold. Well, you know what? It might be worth it to take a cab down there now, actually, or or go down and tailgate, because, I mean, if they only have 7,000 there, hell, it'll be a breeze to get in out of that damn place. When you got 60,000. It'll, it'll be like going to uh, Chicago Enforcer XFL game. <laughs> yeah, as long as you go on the right day, or... In your case, go on the wrong day. I mean, I think seven thousand would probably would have been generous, even for the XFL. So. You showed up for football on Sunday because that's when football is played. But the original XFL didn't agree. Nope. Uh, I, I'm not that interested, but it'll be kind of fun to see what The Rock does with the XFL next year or in 2022. What's that? You smell what he's cooking? The most followed man in America on Instagram. Is he really? Yeah. 
Yep. And I, I had a picture of him when I was a kid, and he had on one of those goofy shirts, and you know, it was in the hotel, and so I like, can't find it. And that's like it says Poontang Pie on it or something. Like is. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like a, a fancy, like you know how you used to wear the expensive shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you had one similar. Okay, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, <sighs> one time, and he did the eyebrow. I mean, and it was great. Now he's the biggest star in the world, and uh, yeah, I can't find it. And something tells me I'm never gonna end up meeting the Rock again. So I'm gonna spend down this week. On uh, on Nick Foles at fifty eight hundred, huh? Well, Carolina has been god awful. Well, let's see here. Before I make any outrageous statements, let's look at the game log defense. I think they're twelfth against the pass total. Could be wrong there. Yeah, they actually hold uh, quarterbacks to. Uh, they gave up 24 to uh, uh, Kyle Murray, 19 to Goff, 10 to Brady, seven, eight, eight points to Matt Ryan. Actually, they're really good against quarterbacks, so I uh, I would fade. Okay. Now, running back, running back, they've given up 48 points, 37 points, 18 points, 38 points. So. Montgomery may very well be a player. He better be. He better be this week. Receivers. They've given up 38, 43, 26, and 30. That's why Allen Robinson is your guy. They're really good against the tight end and quarterback. Oh, man. You got to play Montgomery at $5,800, right? I mean, he's got to to do something there. Or it's going to be – or it's going to go to uh, Patterson. I mean, Montgomery is spiking really high in my rating system. Okay. And you look at, again, you, you're buying opportunity and he's going to get the opportunity. Can he do anything with it? We'll see. You know, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, like I said, they're middle of the road against the run. He only put up seven points against them. The Colts strong against the run. He put up 10 Tampa Bay great against the run. 18. So, you know, he, he's played nothing but mm-hmm. opponents, and he's continued to get the volume. So I think he is a good play. But like anything else, there's, he is going to come with a risk. Is, uh, I think a higher, a higher than normal risk. But is yeah. there any yeah. reason to take a flyer at $3,200 on Patterson? Um. If so, they're if they're that bad against the run, Patterson, you know they use them at running back. If br- Patterson at thirty at thirty two hundred, if Patterson gets you nine points, it's a successful day because you're you're able to use that equity to spend up. Now you got to remember the scarcity of the position. You're only allowed three slots at running back. One of them you're giving up mm. for a guy who's going to give you nine points. I'd rather give up nine points at the tight end position where only one or two guys are going to go up above twenty points on the week where there's going to be, you know, four to five to six running backs that go above 20 points. I'd rather, I'd rather have, I'd rather be in that basket than the, the, the slimmer basket. So I wouldn't suggest it. As a matter of fact, I probably wouldn't play it, but. You get the you points if he returns that, if, if he returns a kick, do you get it? You get the six 
on a kickoff return. Yeah. I mean, sure he's going to get to your nine points real easily there. Plus, he's probably going to do more. Oh, I'm just that's or, taking or a wait chance. A is he um, is he considered a wide receiver? He is considered a wide receiver. So that might oh. that might be kind of fun. So you're getting the run equity if he, if he takes let's say they give him the ball three times on, on uh, end arounds. He goes. He takes three carries for thirty yards. That's three points. He gets four targets. He gets three catches. Sure, he lines up in the backfield. Yards, four, eight, nine. You're looking at twelve points. Yeah, that that actually is a play. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, and I'm asking you to do that obviously with, you know, shaded glasses. What's the saying there, Al? I'm asking you with a foggy, foggy uh, rose, brain. Rose-colored glasses. Rose-colored glasses. My beer goggles. Um, Dak Prescott went down. So who are people in year-long leagues leaning towards? I'm. I mean, Carson Wentz seems to be quite available. Derek Carr. Um, Cousins, you're not going to go that route. Dalton. I mean, do you, he, Foles is out there. I mean, this week. I mean, no. You said he's he rates bad against. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out waiver wire here uh, for tonight and tomorrow for guys who uh, who lost Dak, who need somebody. Well, you stream. Like you, you suddenly, instead of having a guy you trust every week and you don't worry about the quarterback position, you're streaming. Like for me, I lost um, Cam Newton a week ago. And so last week I had, uh, I think, Fitzpatrick. This week I went with uh, Bridgewater. Now, Bridgewater isn't a good play this week, so I'm going to dump Bridgewater, and I'm probably going to get on maybe Tannehill. Fitz had a good game this week, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. I'm not sure that's who I had last week. But now you're going against other people who are streaming, too, so you just you got to find the right guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That are worried about the stream. Hey, there was. uh, Oh, go ahead. Patterson ended up putting up eight points last week. He had three catches on three targets for 38 yards, so. I guess a 40 was spot on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did get targeted in the red zone, which is important. One time, one catch, and he rushed the ball three times for seven yards. That's so it. So, seven and 12 points at, at his price point is actually a decent play. They were shit again on the run with everybody, though, against Tampa. So, with this team being shitty against the run, man, it – I don't know. Yeah, that's – it's a good flyer play. It might even be a cash play. All right. If you use him as your third wide receiver. How do you feel like about a, a trade if somebody made and they lost Prescott? How do you feel about a trade if they traded the Colts defense for Gardner Minshew? In a year-long <laughs> you know, league. Getting, so this happened in my league. And, oh, uh, no, that exact scenario? That exact scenario. <laughs> and I've been, I've been, Three people have questioned me on it, and my deal is, what, what, are, what, are, what are the things you stream? You stream bad quarterbacks, you stream tight ends, and you stream defenses. So Gardner Minshew is a streaming play that you would play weekly, and Colts defense is a stream. So it's actually, I get the trade. It, it, it's a fair trade. Colts defense is a pretty damn good defense. Are they, are they a stream still? I mean, there's a few defenses that aren't that you just hold on to, right? Can. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had, I drafted in all my leagues. I drafted the Tampa Bay defense. I had a feeling they were going to be really good, and I've held on to them. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. There's not a week week that I don't look and go, hey, can I do better at defense this week? Well, our kicker, I I do it all the time. I have no idea what I'm even who the kicker is. People are allowed to vote on it. You know, I mean, and why why would you have people voted? there's no, uh, there's no loss of equity there. There's no like, if you traded a defense for, let's say, Mahomes. If if one guy got the Colts defense, another guy got Mahomes. I would I would veto that trade in a heartbeat because you're giving one team a huge advantage. Gardner Minshew is not a huge advantage. The Colts defense is not a huge advantage. All right. I mean, do you disagree? Do you disagree? Uh, No, I don't disagree. It's just hard to see a starting quarterback traded for a fucking defense. That's what's hard to see. And and you break it down and I don't know. I, what in year long, in year long leagues, what percentage, I mean, you like uh, fantasy pros, right? Currently in fantasy pros, Gardner Minshew is ranked as the 16th quarterback for the rest of the so, year. For the rest of the year, right? Which, I mean, it's a 12-person league. Everybody pretty much has their starter, regardless. Right. So you're talking about a backup quarterback who's going to sit on a bench, and now and then you look at ownership. He's at in Yahoo. He's at 51% ownership. ESPN 57% ownership. So there's like a fifty percent chance he's available in your league right now. So the guy doesn't have value. There's no value there. He's the, the eighth Colts, best this week. If you're talking about streaming, I mean, he, that's a hell of a trade for that guy. He's the eighth best for week six. So you're talking about the Colts defense projects for. I mean, let's look at projections of this week only. All right, Gardner. Who does Gardner in Jacksonville? Right, he's Jacksonville's quarterback. Yeah. Yes, he is Jacksonville's quarterback. Jesus, criminy. I mean, he projects for 22 points, which puts him fairly, fairly high, but everybody projects for Matt Stafford projects for 22 points. And the Colts Aaron Rodgers projects for 22 points. You okay. know, uh, Tannehill projects for 20 points. Ryan projects for 20 points. The Colts Meanwhile, project for eight points. They're looked at as the second best on the week and the fifth best for the rest of the season. Yeah. So, again, it's the equity, the importance isn't a top 10, a top 10 quarterback's different. Top 12 quarterback. It's not you're talking about a starter in a fantasy league versus a defense, which is a starting defense. I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. But I think it's a fair trade. It's one you look at. It's one you look at and maybe question a little bit, but it's a fair trade. Maybe I'll change my vote. Wow, look at you. (laughs) The grumpy police over there. Does it make you an asshole if you veto a trade in a league? I, I was in a league. You know, God love him. You know my friend Brandon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he makes these most these outrageous fucking trades. And suddenly the only person who would take his trades were his best friend. It would be like me and Patrick trading in a league where I'm getting, like, 
Derrick Henry and he's giving up uh, LaDamian Bell. Right, right, like, right. It, it's, it's a little suspicious. And I, I'm not saying my buddy was cheating, but... But obviously it's, it's suspicious. It's I mean, you're not an asshole for bringing up that it's suspicious. It is. Right, and I would be... I ended up vetoing all his games. You know, I go to the... I go to Fantasy Pros and I go to the draft thing. Yeah. And I, and I see what the trade equity is from their point of view. Mm-hmm. And if it's reasonable, then it's reasonable. Yeah. Yep. Who traded that? Who were who they? It was uh, Prescott. It was uh, Jake and um, uh, Adam's family. Okay. So Joe and – I mean, let's let's look at the trade. Let's, it was let's the first place, first place team who lost Dak. Which I'm right up there with him. I, I did just take my first loss of the season in the league, but uh, I lost McCaffrey for a few a few weeks there myself. So it, it's got some implications on the final. You know what I mean? Like it's got. I was actually looking at maybe. Uh, let's see here. Let's just trade for. Uh, I got switch teams. This tracker is so confusing. Well, at least you have the option to do it. I don't even have it. Wait, where's dinner tonight, pal? Maribel's. Maribel's. Lauren can come. You're not invited. I'm. That's fine. I've got plans. I've got Sopranos plans with a with with a buddy yeah. of mine. Yeah. So are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna watch the finale of the G1 with me? Doesn't have to be in real time. It could be the next day or something. When is the finale? It's got to be in the next couple of weeks. Oh, is this a place over across the street from Kmart? The not, the Italian place over there, not the not Olive Garden. There used to be a German, now it's a yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. No, um, yeah, I will. We should uh, we should grab dinner that night and watch uh, and watch it. And since you're immune, more more than likely, I mean, hell, you should come over and kiss my kids or some shit. I don't know. Is that how this oh, works God. now? Like we can hug each other and stuff. I mean, I'm not going to yeah, start but, now. But I, but I'm not a hugger. But yeah, me neither. Theory, we, we COVID was the best thing for for not huggers. That's for damn sure. Uh, Elijah says Kmart? Question mark. It, it used to be Kmart, and you know, there's a furniture store yeah, over there. Yeah, it's right off the highway. It's 94 in Addison. Right at Addison, and oh, Venture. Oh, he's going old school. I remember Venture. Was that a Venture oh, there yeah. back in the day? I wonder. It looks like it could have been. Definitely. I mean, I remember Maribel's was always one of the great German restaurants in the city. I think it was like four or five years ago it switched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was uh, same name? You know, I, I think so. <laughs> That's amazing. Not. That's brilliant. I mean, it's not, I don't know. Uh, the Portillo's is opening up down the street too. I think over at California in Addison, right there. Hey, what have you had at Maribel's, Al? I had their steak because I think the chef is the head. He was, he was one of the head chefs at Gene Giorgetti's and he left there and opened this place up. Were the, were the pastrami sandwiches are stacked as high as the Chicago skyscraper? Gene and Giorgetti's. I think so. That's the, uh, I know. I know he was a chef at a really high end, uh, uh, steakhouse. Okay. Nice. So now, now he's over there, and their specialty—it's an Italian steak place. So, but they do a char—it's a—it's a charred steak. It's like a, you know, 
Do I want it, Chard? Well, if you go there, you do, yeah, because that's what they do. Their website doesn't seem to be working. Okay, there we go. Marabella. Marabella. Italian food is their passion, Clark. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Jesus. Riveting. Riveting. uh, Riveting entertainment. Elijah, what, what... Quickly, if you had to guess the final uh, final record for this year's Chicago Bears, where are you at? Oh, man. Are you going to get some grilled calamari or some fried calamari, fried ravioli? Yeah, I'm thinking about going Italian tonight. Do they have, uh, like, the, the Italian place across the street, you can get unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. Do they do that? You get much better service, though. Four cheese tortellini. Spaghetti bolognese. Two weeks ago, I made a minestrone soup that would blow your mind. And it took you six hours. No, it took me 40 minutes. Oh, well, I guess there was <laughs> you, grocery shopping. You were shopping. bitching about how long it took to do everything. <laughs> you got you uh, to cut a lot of stuff. Man, yeah. I'd, I'd sure love a masa chili. You know, but I, I already ate. I'm good. I had a. White white Toro, bean white bean chili. Ooh, I wonder how their seafood. native of uh, Ecuador paid his dues for twenty years at Gina and Jordani's, starting out as a dishwasher, Clark. There you go. Prepping salads to be being the executive chef. Damn. Damn, man. Um, may I suggest a wine for you? Sure. I would suggest the Estancia Pinot Noir. It's uh, out of Monterey. Uh, and, and get a bottle for the two of you. Spring and go for the $40 right there. That's what I'd do. That's a good one. I think there's three of us. Oh, maybe the maybe the Miami Pinot Noir then for $41 since there's three. You never know. Yeah. You only get about a glass and a half with three. I, the, the value's not there anymore. It's not there. Nine and seven. So the four and one bears, they're four and one. And his quick guess is nine and seven. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Elijah calling me out there for the uh my uh, my wine knowledge is right around uh CPK. Yeah, that yeah, you're right about right there. Absolutely. I got a I got a box that I picked up today upstairs. A box of wine? Oh yeah. The beta box, the, the boda box. It's the only way to go. During the during the beginning of the pandemic, they they were running out at the local local binnies here. So Panthers, that should be a win. Rams, Saints the next week, Titans followed by the Vikings. Man, so he's giving them four more wins. Oh, wow. The G1's done this weekend. They can beat the Lions again. They got the Jaguars. Packers are going to be tough, of course. But they get the Vikings twice. They get the Lions again. The Texans, man. I, I mean, hell, that's a toss-up. You don't know how the hell they're going to react to their coach being fired, right? Right. I think i I got to give them six more wins. They're going to find a way. So next Monday, Clark, what do you say? You want to do a show next Monday? No, no. The G1 final. Yeah. 
Well, I got the kids during the daytime, but then afterwards okay. we're good to go. Yeah, I mean, it could be whenever. I mean, hell, you can come over and the kids watch it with us. I don't care. Uh, it hasn't been in English. Kevin Kelly wasn't doing them yet, huh? He's been doing them, but not in real time. But I, don't, I haven't been watching this year in real time anyways. Okay. I just got caught up last night, to be honest. But now they're going to start doing them in real time. Yeah. The finale should be in, uh, should be in real time, yeah. All right, Monday, after, uh, after the kids. Uh, let me talk to my wife to shore up an exact time and what would be smart, but. We're done. Order some pizza or wings or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I'm down. I've given up on being healthy. Maybe Italian. Yeah? Maybe Italian. Were you trying to be healthy during COVID a little bit? No. None? COVID shot it out the window? Yeah, mine's shit. Mine's been. I've been been trying to walk more lately. I've been walking, trying to, although this week I'm down. But, oh, partner, we better not hold you up too much longer, buddy. All right. Yep. I'm, I got a Sopranos date myself. I'm gonna drink some red wine too. Maybe have a little more. Did you get some gobble ghoul? White bean chili. Oh yeah, I got some gobble ghoul. You got some gobble ghoul? Gobble ghoul. No, I don't. I, I will for the finale. You get some. How do you, you, know what it is, how do you right? spell that? You know what it is? No. It's capicola. It's capicola. Yeah. So just go to the butcher and get capicola. Get like a pound of that. Get some crackers. Uh, you're probably going to want to get some Genoa salami. You know what? You and I, I'll come over for finale night of Sopranos. And before finale night, you and I are going to go to my butcher shop. And uh, I'm going to teach you how to order some real food. Can you like, can you cook me real food too? Or, or we're just going to get it ordered in? And maybe I'll make a minestrone soup and then we'll get the cold cuts. And make some sandwiches. Oh, I like cold cuts. Those are those are bad scenes, is what they are. Well, yeah, they're bad scenes, and we'll get some uh, some. Yeah, they work bad scenes. <laughs> we'll get some. We'll get you some capicola. All right, buddy, I'm out of here. Have a good All right, one. yeah, have a good one, man, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday night. We'll talk about the gobble ghoul and the capicolas and the fish and the. Hey, have a good dinner. All right, buddy. All right, see you later. All right, now that he's gone, we can start the real show. Oh, you're still there. There he goes. Elijah, thanks for listening, man. Uh, we'll, uh, I don't have the call in line tonight. We'll do that next week. We'll be back. We're, we're, we're talking about going on Twitch and everything, too. So uh, we'll be back and fired up and ready to roll then. Have a good night.